0: Hey everyone! Welcome back. My name is Sam.
1: And I'm Melissa.
0: I grew up in the FLDS religion, which is a polygamous group that follows Warren Jeffs. I moved out when I was 18 years old. And we are back answering questions that you've all had about that community.
1: Yes, and if you want to hear more about what it was like for Sam to grow up in polygamy, and ask us questions please like subscribe leave comments and questions that's how we decide what videos to make yes please so we are going to dive in one question we've gotten a lot since we did a video on um, the show escaping polygamy and our reaction to that a lot of people have asked about um, what security was like out there um, in you know the colorado city hilldale area and if there is such a thing as the God Squad.
0: Dun, dun, dun. So, <laughs> for
1: those of you who have heard that term before, yeah. the God Squad, um, it's normally referred to like what they're basically security, right? right. Well, I guess I should be asking you that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's it's a uh, yes. It's kind of a nickname. I never heard of the God Squad when I lived out there. I, it wasn't something that they called it or referred to it as. But basically, it was assigned people from the leaders of the church to keep an eye on everyone.
1: Okay, so they never called it the God Squad out there? That's just like a name that like outsiders have kind of named it? Not
0: that I have ever heard, no. I I never heard it referred to as a God Squad when I was out there. So Uh, I don't know if other families kind of had that nickname for it or not, but not that I heard of. So if anyone else from out there knows, feel uh, feel free to comment and... uh, (laughs) correct me there but i never heard it referred to as the god squad no
1: okay so there were how was someone chosen to become like sec- was it security what what was the purpose of it was it to keep people in and locked up like to keep them from leaving mm-hmm. or was it to keep outsiders from coming in
0: so my opinion on it based on what i saw and what i experienced is it was just to i guess scare people it was a scare tactic and it was mm-hmm. a kind of a way to make people feel like they were always being watched so that they would never do something they shouldn't do. And it was also, in a way, it was to make people that came in, outsiders that weren't part of the community, to make them feel a little bit uncomfortable as well. Because a lot of times you would see if somebody from outside of the community came in and you would know right away because of the way they dress, uh, these these trucks, these big trucks with dark tinted windows, would kind of follow them around a little bit, and sometimes scare them right back out of town.
1: Yeah, that would be scary.
0: And so I, I think that's probably why some people had the notion that going out there to visit was dangerous uh, because of the, the way that was. And and some of it, some of it was just they, they thought it was some people thought it was funny, like oh, there's strangers here, let's scare them a little bit. Mm. But there was also the side of it that there were people that were actually assigned to kind of drive around and, and spy on things and, and see what was going on and then report back to the leaders of the church.
1: That's what I was going to ask, if yeah. there was like actual assignments. Was yeah. it like an official capacity I, or was it just...
0: I guess I was never, uh, I don't know, righteous enough, I guess, or whatever. But I, the I, rebel that I, he was. I, <laughs> I never had anything like, I never had the position of... God squad, or or security of any kind, but there definitely was security. Uh, the the leaders of the church had security people that would be with them almost all the time. Okay. And uh, I remember, uh, for example, when we were, oh man, this it was, it was, it was way back oh, several years before I moved out. We were in a meeting, and we were sitting in this meeting. It was a Sunday morning, or sorry, it was a Saturday morning meeting and we would often have a Saturday morning meeting, and we would sometimes refer to it as the work meeting because in those meetings, towards the end, we would be assigned certain projects to do around the community, the man work. Uh, Anyway, during this meeting, the FBI broke through the doors, rushing in to try to get some of the leaders of the church because this was during the time that they were still trying to find Warren Jeffs. So they were after Warren Jeffs. They hadn't found him yet. He was on the top of the FBI's most wanted list. Oh my gosh. And so they broke in the meeting house while the meeting was going on. And it actually they broke in right during the time that, that they were saying the closing prayer. So a lot of us were bowing our heads, closing our eyes, and we heard this commotion coming in through the doors. And by the time I looked up and saw or to see what was going on, the leaders of the church that were sitting on the stand were gone they had left because their security had warned them hey there's people showing up they're after you and just took them and ran out the back door so they all they all got away
1: holy cow is that when they stopped having church meetings because there's there's no there was no church meetings for a while right even before well, everyone kind of left that community
0: well yes but even even during the time that Warren Jeffs was on the run i guess you could say we were still having church meetings led by other leaders. I, it seems like that when Warren Jeffs realized he was never going to be able to come back to the community, that's when he said, well, this is my own opinion, but well, if I can't be there, then no one can have these meetings, you know? And, okay, and he, so he, so he started he, he started to get a lot more strict about what was allowed and not allowed during that time.
1: When the FBI came in, were they like guns ablazing, blazing or were they just walking in? Like what did that look
0: oh, like? Oh no, they were, they were They were running to the stand, but they got there too late and didn't get anyone. No. I was just
1: gonna say, did they arrest anybody?
0: No one. All the leaders that were on the stand were gone by the time they got there. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was. They were. They had their. They were prepared for. It. They. I guess they knew that something like that might happen at some point. They had the. They had their escape route, and the the rumor. I didn't actually see this with my own eyes, but I heard that they jumped on uh, four wheelers and and jumped on four wheelers and went down paths and things that uh, other vehicles couldn't go on to to make sure that they could so escape. they were
1: like super prepared oh
0: they were ready to go that's that's what i heard i didn't see that from my own eyes all i know is i was <laughs> bowing my head for a prayer i Close looked up and everyone was gone and uh, fbi was uh, rushing the doors so
1: did they did the fbi like question other people or did they just like go in there wasn't anyone there and they just like that'd be so awkward like do they just leave like, I don't know what they them? did. I,
0: I wasn't, as a young boy, I didn't really want to know. I was just scared. scared. And uh, me and my family, we were just, we just left as soon as we could. So I didn't stick around to see what was going on. Uh, and I was so young, I probably didn't really ca- care too much about, yeah, or understand fully what was going on, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I imagine they would have definitely, because there were security security uh, people at the doors that they had to break through. I, I don't believe that they actually broke the doors down. When I say breakthrough, I mean they just
1: got through the security, they got
0: through the security that was at the door. So I imagine they would have questioned those people at least.
1: Gotcha. Uh, but, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, in order to get in at all. Tr- yeah, and, and, and
0: try to get any information on where these leaders would have gone. But it wasn't Warren Jess at that time. He was already on the run. He was who knows where. It was just other leaders of the church that might know where he is.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. So the, the leaders of the church obviously had security watching out yep. for them. Was, uh, was there security to keep people from leaving? Because that's a question we've gotten a lot. Like, were people ever physically restrained that you know of in mm-hmm. your community? And granted, we've had a lot of comments. A lot of different communities handle things a lot differently. So mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely like I've heard the Kingston group they will like actually try to physically restrain um, just from what I've heard so a lot of different groups like it's totally possible that these other groups do that Um, not totally possible like I've definitely heard stories that that's happened Um, but in the FLDS community did you ever see them like physically try to restrain them
0: nope not that I saw personally I did hear stories that that when a woman would try to leave for example they wouldn't allow her to take her children with her which obviously you can imagine how difficult that would be and so there were difficulties with these women trying to get their children out with them and uh, they would actually take the children and, and just make sure that they stayed in a room and wouldn't let them come in contact with their mother to be able to take them with her. So that kind of stuff I know happened. So like Um, kind
1: of more like keeping your children as hostage, which is...
0: Right. But once you reach, and and people that tried to leave under the age of 18, they would definitely, you know, chase after them and try to bring them back. And uh, I don't know if anything got super violent or if it was more just like a... A mental game of if you leave, all this bad stuff's going to happen to you. We uh, know that happened. We know a that emos- emotionally, emotionally, it was very difficult for anyone involved, obviously, because leaving a family is not an easy thing to do. Uh, but anyway, uh, so if you're under the age of 18, they would try to make sure that they would keep you there. And uh, but once you turned the once you turned 18, I believe from my personal experience and from what I saw in the other areas of the uh, community, no one was actually physically held back.
1: Yeah, they just did a lot of like emotional guilt trips and then um, lots of fear tactics too. Especially, like you said, with the women especially, you know, at least the men out there like Sam, like they had jobs and they had skills and they knew that they could go out but for the women and for his sisters that left, like they didn't have that and so the idea of going out and they don't have an education and they don't have job experience Mm -hmm. um makes it so much harder so when they're emotionally being told like these bad things can happen to you in the world and i know a lot of them um were told like if you go out into that world you will be raped you'll become a whore like all these awful things to try to discourage them the idea that if they went out there these horrible things were yeah. going to happen to them. And
0: some families were even more intense than my family was. My family was just, yeah, I mean they definitely would talk about things like, "Oh, you're going to be on Satan's ground. He's going to have control over you and, and all that." So that definitely was also the same in my family, but I've heard of some families that would be a lot more <laughs> I guess intense with the, with the, with the things that they would tell their children would happen to them, and obviously it would scare anyone from leaving, but I think a lot of these kids and people that were trying to leave, once they had other siblings that left and talked with those siblings and realized, hey, this isn't as bad as we were told it was going to be, then that was easier for them to make that step to move out.
1: Yeah, we've even, some of Sam's siblings that have left after and had stayed with us and and things had even said like, Okay, after spending some time with you guys, realizing that people on the outside like are kind and nice and yeah, really do nice things and it's not life. scary and we can yeah. be happy. and um, yeah. So that's like always good yeah. for them to be able to see. But obviously, if you're the first ones leaving, you're not going to have the opportunity to really right. see that as much. Right.
0: And, and even when I left, I'd had a couple older brothers that had left before me. I, uh, they were quite a bit older than me, so I didn't have a super close relationship with them. Uh, so, I didn't move in with them when I moved out or anything like that. So anyway, but at least I knew and had talked a little bit with them that, and it seemed like they were happy, you know, and yeah. so that was something where I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was going to leave and fall off the deep end and and anyway, just have someone control my life because I would have no control over it, as we were told. But. Um, I sh- I don't know. It, I definitely still, when I moved out though, I still planned on moving back at some point just because of the way I was taught and told that, that if I don't live this certain way, I would never be able to return back to God or, or to live with our Heavenly Father. So. I definitely in the back of my mind still thought you know what I'm gonna move out experience life a little bit more and then I'll go back because I in my mind at that time I thought that's the only way that I could return to yeah it.
1: that mentality runs deep right like that yep. kind of guilt and yeah. stuff and if so, you're raised
0: that way it's very very yeah, strong yeah. your entire
1: life but yeah. as far as the God squad goes yes, back, back, back. <laughs> any other last thoughts on on mm. that oh I was gonna ask too um So, you know, as far as we kind of talked about the physical, like, restraining or anything, but you said a lot of times there were, like, people's eyes, like, around the community. Was that to ever keep people in line, like, to make sure that they felt, like, more watched? Like, what would be an example of something that you'd be scared of them seeing you do?
0: Yes, so definitely, definitely it was, (laughs) and and a lot of it was if they saw you doing something you shouldn't do. For example, (laughs) let's say a guy was with a girl, and they were... You know, I don't know.
1: They could sm- just be sm- talking and smooching in the, the rules. truck or something. <laughs> Who knows?
0: Who knows? But even talking is against the rules. So if you see a, a guy and a girl together that they're not married, uh, I don't believe that the so-called God Squad would ever actually get out of the truck and walk over there and say, "Hey, you can't be together." But what they would do is report back to the leaders of the church that this person is not obeying the rules, and then and then they'd get in trouble for that.
1: Gotcha. So, so yes, the God Squad was real, that may not be what they were called out there, but
0: yeah. definite
1: security, definite eyes on the people, it,
0: definitely it, trying it to like there were,
1: keep outsiders out, yeah, a little bit of everything. Exactly. Right?
0: And it, it seemed like because it was such a small community, everyone knew everyone, and, and mm-hmm. it was, you, you couldn't get away with anything. It, it felt like, you know, I mean, I would, I snuck out with a girl once, and, and I, uh, before I got back home my mother knew exactly where i was and who with, with whose girl i was was and and it was just like everyone knew everyone and so her her mom called my mom and it was just yeah it was pretty pretty crazy yeah everyone everyone uh, somehow found out about anything you did so anyway i don't know a whole lot more about it i like i say i was never put on the God Squad or in charge of security of any kind, so I don't know all the details of that, but I do know that there were people out there following following people around and kind of keeping an eye on the community.
1: Yeah. So So if you guys want to hear more. Stories about what it was like for Sam growing up in polygamy. Please like and subscribe. And if you have more questions um, regarding this video or any questions just in general, please leave them in the comments section. We love questions, it gives us ideas for the next video. So, yeah, and
0: we'll try to keep up with those comments, they keep coming in. Thank you so much. And yes. we, we will answer those or make videos about those questions as soon as we can. So,
1: yep, have a great night. Thank will Talk to you all soon. We'll
0: talk to you soon.